It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. All right, fellas, time to roll out the new product here at Doritos. Lady Doritos. Sir, not to step on your toes, but with this particular product, if we don't consult some women, uh, we're going to get so much shit on the internet. Right, oh, Bob. Steve, how's our lady quota in marketing right now? Well, sir, looking around, I don't see any tits, so uh, not good. Ah, balls. Can we get some secretaries in here, or cleaning ladies, or something? Abso-fucking-lutely. Ladies, you look great. Have a seat. Actually, you know what? Stay standing. You look great. And this is going to be quick. Uh, sir, actually, that language is not okay HR-wise, or... Me too, wise. Noted, noted. Girls, ladies. What the hell what do I call them? Missuses? Females? I don't know. Uh, you could try asking them their preferred labels. A woman works for me. Yeah. Great, great, beautiful. We're rolling out a new product that around here we're calling Lady Doritos. It's less orange stuff on the fingers, but more importantly, less embarrassing manly crunch. I love crunch. I'm not liking that data. But does the other one speak? Hey, got a name, Toots? It's Amy. I'm shy. Mm. Lady Doritos, you in or out? I like it. I love being a lady. <laughs> great, great. Okay, you sweet things can leave. Uh, sir, I'm Megan Granger, your senior executive administrative assistant of four years, MBA from Harvard, and a feminist. This is not cool. Whoa, 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 whoa. You saying Annie here is not a feminist? It's Amy, but it's okay. Don't worry. Megan, he's right. She could very well be a feminist. Are you explaining feminism to me, Bob? No, no, no. I thought you were an ally, Bob. Amy, do you identify as feminist? Yeah. Okay, but... Lady Doritos doesn't set off any antiquated gender stereotype alarm bells for you? Not really. It's so embarrassing when I'm eating lunch, or worse, having a snack when nobody else is, and my food makes noise. It makes me want to stick my head under a giant fluffy blanket or something. I even cover my mouth with both of my hands and sometimes wait until people are wearing headphones or go on a coffee run. If someone catches me, it's excruciating. It's 
eating. I think you are judging her identity as a woman. I think you need to shut the fuck up, Steve. Yeah, I'll do that. A- actually, he has a point that feminism includes multiple identities. Bob. Man sipping these lips. Thank you. Well, this has been an interesting use of our meeting and stinking adorable. You broads can go. I got my data. Thank you. <gasps> Amy, you dropped a tampon from your purse. Shh. Megan. Don't! How could you? Think of the sisterhood! This doesn't happen to a lady! Ladies always smell good! Not like rotting womb! Oh! I'm so mortified! This is disgusting. It's even making me queasy. But everyone always wants equality. Little lady, you want to take care of that? Yes, sir. Come on, don't... Great, she shot herself. Look, look, let's be real. She was never going to get close to that glass ceiling. All right, let's move on. A uh, sugar lump, be a doll and clean that up. All right, next up, transgender Doritos. I know you think you got it together, play it, but fuck the bird you with and listen close to the makings of the perfect bitch. Hi, I'm Ivanka Trump. And I'm Tiffany Trump. And together, we're, we're two, two blondes. blondes. Well, one and a half blondes anyway. Let's not start, okay? I'm as blonde as you are. With the help of a bottle. Today we're going to talk about substantive substantive issues. Like M-A-O-A. She means M-A-G-A, make America great again. No, M-A-O-A, make America Oprah's again. Tiffany, America was never Oprah's. Where have you been for the last 30 years? Oprah is America. She didn't grow up the child of a wealthy businessman. Don't put down my father. Our father. Okay, whatever. Oprah was a poor black girl with everything stacked against her. Her gender, her color, her economic standing. I get it. She had nothing, and she was still able to build her way up from nothing. Me too. Okay, you don't get to use the phrase me too. I'm just saying I relate. And I'm just saying that's not fair because you were born extremely wealthy. You were born extremely wealthy. Daddy won't even buy me a car. And that's why I want Oprah for president in 2020. Okay, you can't be serious. We're speaking on behalf of Daddy and you're campaigning for Oprah? Yep, I need a new car. And I'm voting for the person who will provide me with one. And that's Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. You Well, I hate to break it to you, but Oprah isn't running for president in 2020. And if she did, she wouldn't buy you a car. Not even a small Mercedes? No. What about a down payment? on a small Mercedes. No! Not even a Kia base model? Forget the car, will you? She's not running for president. A Vespa scooter, used. No! With over 100,000 miles on the odometer? 100,000 miles on a Vespa scooter? It's possible. About as possible as Oprah running for president. So we're in agreement. It's possible. Anything is possible, I guess. Look who's president. Touche. I need a glass of wine. Me too. Did I use me too correctly that time? I have no idea. Getting crushed out there. All right, boys, gather around. Gather around. Take a knee. Take a knee. We got two quarters left. And that's it. No going back. This is the time to play your heart out. And I consider you boys like my children. And as you know, my wife, Doreen, and I are unable to conceive our own children. Ah, no, not this again. It comes down to this moment. 
You're going to look back and remember whether you rose up and became a champion or if you blew it. Like we blew 15K on in vitro treatments. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned the in vitro, coach. This was our third attempt. Her eggs didn't take, and that was the last of our savings. I knew I shouldn't have gotten that sea dew. Coach, we're losing bad. What are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to back down. Yeah! yeah! And when you look across that field, you show no fear. Yeah! And when I stare into the eyes of my wife, I show no fear. Yeah. 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 Even though I secretly do fear Doreen is going to leave me for the big five-store manager. You know, Flint Gunderson? Ah, he could impregnate her again and again, just like the Catholic he is. Ah! Anderson's leg does not look good, Coach. Oh, God. I'm scared, Coach. Son, you're going to persevere through this. Just like I'm going to persevere against my injury from last 4th of July, when my testes took the blunt force of four waves on the dew. The fertility doc said I only have a 6% chance of ever fathering children. I'm going to prove them wrong. My little white quarterbacks are going to go all the way to the end zone of my wife's eggs. Anderson was our quarterback and our only shot at winning. Life serves you tough choices, Jenkins. Like when it comes down to more fertility treatment or getting a sea-do. You think this year sea-do, next year baby. Not going to have much time to ride a sea-do around after the baby. Christ, coach, who are we putting in? Uh, uh, new play. I'm sending in Gonzalez. I've been ready to play all season, coach. No. You're going to take the keys to my Sentra, you're going to head over to my house, and Doreen is waiting there with a turkey baster. You got this. What? Uh, no, no, I, I don't got this. You got the heart, the charisma, the potent ejaculate swimming around in that young ball sack of yours. Go! Jerk a winning load in the baster. How are we going to win the game? Oh, you ain't got no chance in hell of winning this one. Bring it in. Bring it in. Hey, what do I always say? Full balls. Fast sperm. Can't lose. Full balls. Fast sperm. Can't lose. Full balls. Fast sperm. Can't lose. Go I've been running sexual harassment seminars for seven years now, and I have never seen one so crowded. Anyway, uh, this is the time when we open up for your questions. So if you have any questions at all for human resources, now is the time. Yes, the gentleman over there. Yeah, hi. Uh, If I'm a little interested in a woman in the company, not a subordinate, someone from another department, what's considered a fair and polite approach? Well, I would say you might drop a rose on her desk, perhaps compliment her hair, and maybe suggest a drink after work. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but I got reprimanded for doing exactly that. Of course. You should never make that kind of overt romantic gesture in the office. But he can, because he's cute. Excuse me? Oh, it's true. I'm very handsome. He really is. Whereas you are a squat homunculus with a walleye, and your hair looks like it's drawn on with a sharpie. So under company policy, you're allowed to say hello on the elevator and patiently wait a few years for her to notice you. Okay, but can I at least send her a birthday card? I'm not sure. Can you stand up for a second? All right. No, you're not tall enough. Excuse me, but uh, if, if I like someone, is it okay to make a personal observation in a card that everyone else in the office also signs? That depends. Are you charming? 
I mean, that's not really for me to say. Guys, is he charming? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Pardon me. Suppose there's a woman who works for a related company, and we see each other at industry events. Can we meet for coffee? Well, you seem like you might be kind of funny. So, yeah, the company would allow that. Uh, can I do that, too? No, you look boring. Would the company ever allow me to get married? Well, your skin looks like sweet potato pie filling, your legs are short, and your hands need a shave. So, technically, I'm not supposed to say this, really, but your only hope is to get in a position of power and abuse it until you can't get away with it anymore. Oh, why was I reprimanded for talking to the receptionist? I'm not that bad looking. No, but you've got an ugly friend and he's dragging you down. Damn it, Marshall. Sorry, man. As for the rest of you, the company encourages you to move to a state where it's legal to pay for sex. Anything else? Yes. As a woman, I just want to thank you for the important work you're doing. Yeah, your hair's not shiny enough to say that. You needn't say you love me, for I'm pretty sure you don't. But tell me that you like me, and there's nothing that I won't be glad to do. But honestly and true, I'll go along for you, I'll do a wrong for you, cause I'm awfully strong for you. Hello, it's time for the final edition Radio R's annual Oscar Roundup, wherein we bring you the story behind which the truth about the greatest movies rabid PR can buy lies. Concealed like a zircon in a gigantic pile of shit that has been shat by a bull. Tonight, the highest nominated movie in the usual parade of derivative Academy voter pandering dreck, The Shape of Water, or as we prefer to call it, the shape of auteur. Guillermo, a humble young Mexican auteur, works by day completing his latest genre-busting indie movie, which he has maxed out his credit cards to finance. To pay them off, he works by night as a janitor at the all-powerful Hollywood agency CIAA. He hopes CIAA will one day represent his movie, so he puts up with the friendly joshing of the agents. Hey, Squaremo, you lazy ball sack. Get me a Doppio triple macchiato with diet whipped cream, no sugar, and seven maraschino cherries. Okay, boss, coming right up. Chop, chop, loser. One night, Guillermo gets great news. In the office of CIA, a boss, Cahoulin Klein. Squaremo, your indie movie? We like a deaf bitch and a subaquatic Greenpeace-friendly monster directed by a Mexican? Just the kind of pretentious disability diversity crap the libtard old farts at the Academy get wet for. Give me a rough cut ASAP. Whoa, Senor Cojolan. We'll do. That same night, Guillermo gets a special assignment from the chief janitor. Hey, Squarem. You're cleaning the old archive room tonight. Down in the basement, just mopping dust. Don't open anything. Comprehende? The gloomy archive room is stuffed to the ceiling with old screenplays, film cans, the ghosts of Hollywood past, and one huge oak coffee. <laughs> coffin lid, Guillermo sees a single engraved word. Autor. Just like me. Don't open anything. 
Oh, shit! A zombie! Take it easy, zombie author. Just let me hear you whisper. As Guillermo reels back in horror, the zombie climbs out of the coffin, staggers to a pile of old teleplays, desperately searching, finds one and hands it to Guillermo. Let me hear you whisper by Paul Zinder. <laughs> Female cleaner works a night shift at a lab, falls for an aquatic creature, mysterious science experiments, brings food to it, falls in love, dances with a mop in front of its tank, vivisection, sneaks out in a laundry cart. Oh, Dios mio, this is my entire fucking movie. Written in 1969. <laughs> I'm ruined. I, I will get deported. Uh, hey, narrator, can you get deported for plagiarism? No idea. Ask Trump. Zombie Zindel, back in the coffin. <laughs> Guamo, quit your balling. CIAA has secret agents everywhere. No one will ever know a dead man wrote your movie. Nobody! Or they'll be dead! But it's not right. Not ethical. Cuermo, you wanna win 13 Oscars? I... I won't get deported? Trump will get deported before you do! Okay, I mean... Alright! What could have been a career-ending disaster for our boy Guillermo gets a Hollywood ending in... The Shape of Autumn. Looking. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. For psychological advice from an experienced financial analyst, you're tuned to Alwood Markham, former bond trader with Bear Stearns. Are you lonely? Depressed? Call in and talk about money. Hello, caller. You're on the air with Alwood Markham. Hi. I, I was recently the victim of a home invasion robbery, and I can't stop reliving it. The other night, I, I hit my wife in my sleep. I, I swear to God, I didn't mean to. I'm so ashamed of myself. Well, caller, I could see you're really suffering. But I just want you to keep in mind that the current slowdown in the stock market, it's just a temporary dip. In the long run, we're looking at a reduction in regulations, and that's more profits down the road. Wow, 
That is good news. <laughs> you're damn right it is. Next caller, you're on the air with Allwood Markham, financial analyst. Yeah, I'm really worried about my mom. She's never been on her own before, and the other day I dropped by and she was yelling at someone. Just horrible things. But I walked in and she was alone. I think she was just yelling at herself. Well, this is a new time in your mother's life. The elderly, they often feel helpless. But most of all, they prefer safe, low-risk investments with steady dividends. I'd say large banks are a very good stock for her. You know, tell your mom if she ever feels isolated, call me anytime. And I'll sell her one real honey of a stock. Will do. All right, caller number three. This is Alwood Markham. I know Warren Buffett personally. How can I help you with your personal problems? Uh, I was recently diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Stop right there. I know where this is going. You want to get involved with Bitcoin. I knew it. You can hear my thoughts. Are you thinking about bond yields? No, I'm thinking about making people's heads implode. Oh. Then I guess those aren't your thoughts. This has been Allwood Markham, psychological counseling from a hard-charging financial analyst. That's right. Now it's now it's time for a high concept prank show today. That is prank calls. We gonna do a prank call. I on myself. I have time traveled to the to the next point in time. For once, I have already done the prank call and I recorded the call and made a soundboard from that. I'm going to use that soundboard to prank call myself. Then I will record the reactions to that and use that as the soundboard to go and go back in time to prank call myself. That's forever a loop of pranks. Alright, whether or not here I call myself. Hello? 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 Who this? I don't know what this sounds like me. Hello? I don't know. I gonna hang up on you. Who this? I don't know what this sounds like me. What? That? That sounded like me. That sounded like me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is for the prank show you're doing it? You do? I bet I know what you're doing. Hello? That sounded like me. I bet I know. No, you let me speak. No, you let me speak. No, you let me speak. <laughs> Hello? I bet I know. No, you let me speak. Stop that. You using a soundboard. I know what you're doing. Stop that. You using a soundboard. I know what you're doing. Hello? <laughs> Stop that. You using a sound. No, you let me speak. You using soundboard, you went in the future and recorded me. <laughs> you using a soundboard, I know what you're doing. You let me speak. I gonna hang up. <laughs> you let me speak. That was a great job, I did. <laughs> Best part was it turned out that I actually invented a time machine at work. Goodbye. 
recently, the biggest news story is, of course, that the New York Times has discovered that men exist, breaking five-year-old story after five-year-old story. So, as all of your favorite scumbags get accused, it's frankly led to some of the most sanctimonious, least funny episodes of Louis yet. So, when we went to book a stand-up comic for this episode of the final edition, I wanted to get one free from Scandal, whose material and attitude wouldn't make women uncomfortable. Unfortunately, that one guy wasn't available, so please welcome abusive comic Harris Hogg. Thanks, toots. Now, as everyone who follows me on Twitter knows, at Poonhound6969, relax, it's a joke. I was recently accused of making unwanted advances against several women. I just want to say publicly that I admire women in comedy. And while I have no memory of the incidents in question, if they made anyone feel less than the wonderful people they are, I sincerely apologize. Now, can we just stop all this queer shit and just be funny? What? That's a non-apology apology. apology. You didn't fess up to doing it or take any responsibility. Wow. What a drama queen. Is it your time of the month, sweetheart? But for real, though, you're way too hot to be a feminist. Okay, oh my god, you just did it again. What? I know that we're supposed to be hashtag believe all women, but I'm afraid that this falls into 3% of accusations that are misreported every year. Are you kidding me? Everyone just heard you accuse me of being on my period for having an opinion and then hit on me live on the radio. Well, all I can say is that I have no memory of the incident in question. And if I made you feel any less than the amazing and sexy woman you are, totes my bad. Okay, you can't say that you don't remember. It happened literally 10 seconds ago. I don't know if you're trying to gaslight me or you're just an idiot or... More likely both. You need to deal with your issues with women. You know, doll butt, you're absolutely correct. Everyone, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. But I can't live this lie any longer. I am a sex addict. Okay, first of all, no you fucking aren't. You just like having sex. And second, that doesn't give you the right to treat women this way. Haven't I been punished enough? I haven't been able to find work since these accusations came to light. What work? It happened like a minute ago. I'm a white male sex addict. I should be getting invited to open mics every 45 seconds. Yeah, that tracks. But still, okay, you very publicly made a lot of women feel unsafe. Shouldn't there be consequences for that? My act has nothing to do with my personal life. I tell jokes about how trans people cost us the election. You millennials need to separate the art from the artist. Okay, that's what we're doing. We're throwing away the art and holding the artist accountable. Come on. Don't I deserve a second chance? I voted for Hillary. No, you didn't. You're right. I wrote in Bernie. But I would have voted for Hillary if there had been a do-over. Because Trump, that guy's bad. Uh, Look, I don't care what your politics are. You treat women like property, and I'm glad that we're finally saying enough. Ooh, ooh, shut up, sugar tits. This is from Louis C.K. It says that no one cares anymore, and he's asked me to open for Madison Square Garden. Ugh, get the fuck out of here. Fucktard Harris Hogg, everyone. Peace, bitches. Oh, come on, you PC snowflakes. It was a joke. Unwad your panties. Ugh. Hey, John. Hey, Barry. Be careful in the green room. There's a comic back there, and he is a real asshole. Oh, no. Don't worry, Sam. We murdered him just now. Oh, great. Yep. Stabbed him a couple times. Yeah, Sam. He, uh, he tried to touch my dick. So we killed him. Murdered him in cold blood. And you know what the fucked up thing is? If we went to the cops, they'd believe me. 
Like they'd have no problem with it. They'd just take my word for it and they'd go, yep, he deserved to die because he tried to touch your dick. Because I'm a man. Sweet. So uh, who should we kill next? It could be anyone. Even you. So the next time you're alone in a hotel room with a woman, even your wife, don't masturbate in front of her. Because Jesus, of course not. The fuck is wrong with you? We interrupt this episode of the final edition to bring you this special message from the women of America. Hello, men of America. It's us, the women here. We know we've been acting a little crazy lately. Me too. Yeah. Hashtag me too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we just want to say we're sorry. We have been so emotional and irrational. See, it's just that it finally happened. All of our menstrual cycles have synced. That's right. The same way it happens when we all live together, our cycles have moved closer to each other like some weird witchy moon shit. And right now, at this time, we are all on our periods. Yup. Hashtag me too. That's right. All of us. All 157 million of us. Bleeding from our pussies at the same time. The streets will run red with the blood of the women's revolution. But not your blood. Nope. All ours. Our period blood. Mm. So, you know, just sit tight, bring us some chocolate, and see if this thing runs itself out in like a week or so. And on the off chance that this isn't just our PMS talking. And we're actually fed up with harassment and abuse and inequality. And unfair pay and hiring practices. And being treated like glorified sex slaves by society. Well then, go go fuck fuck yourselves. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. so sorry. That, was that wasn't that me. That was... Someone give me chocolate. <laughs> this has been a special message from the women of America. We now return to the men of the final edition. <laughs> the funniest thing is you guys pretending to like sports. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicated listeners to the final edition Radio Hour may have recognized a theme running through our shows. That theme is this. At the end of every episode, we will play the classic piece of satire, Deteriorata, in honor of Donald Trump's presidency. We'll play this until he is gone, and our place in the universe is restored. Go placidly amid the noise and waste, and remember what comfort there may be in owning a piece thereof. Avoid quiet and passive persons unless you are in need of sleep. Rotate your tires. Speak glowingly of those greater than yourself, and heed well their advice, even though they be turkeys. Know what to kiss, and when. Consider that two wrongs never make a right, but that three do. 
wherever possible, put people on hold. Be comforted that in the face of all aridity and disillusionment, and despite the changing fortunes of time, there is always a big future in computer maintenance. Remember the Pueblo. Strive at all times to bend, fold, spindle, and mutilate. Know yourself. If you need help, call the FBI. Exercise caution in your daily affairs, especially with those persons closest to you. That lemon on your left, for instance. Be assured that a walk through the ocean of most souls would scarcely get your feet wet. Fall not in love, therefore, it will stick to your face. Gracefully surrender the things of youth, birds, clean air, tuna, Taiwan, and let not the sands of time get in your lunch. Hire people with hooks. For a good time, call 606-4311. Ask for candy. Take heart amid the deepening gloom that your dog is finally getting enough cheese and reflect that whatever misfortune may be your lot, it could only be worse in Milwaukee. You are a fluke of the universe. You have no right to be here. And whether you can hear it or not, the universe is laughing behind your back. Therefore, Make peace with your God, whatever you conceive him to be, hairy thunderer or cosmic muffin. With all its hopes, dreams, promises, and urban renewal, the world continues to deteriorate. Give up. You are a Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Daisy Hobbs, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Keith Saltahanes, Tony Hendra, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Samantha Gerwitz, Barry Lank, Sean Ari Lehair, James Mount, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rachel Rauch, Andrew Danish, Candice Martellera, Antu Shell, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, and Leslie Shapira. The Final Edition Radio Hour is written by Kit Lively, Samantha Gerwitz, Candice Martellero, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Tony Hendra, Rob Gordon, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Jessica Park, 
Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Melinda Hughes, Jeremy Rayburn, Steve Rosenfield, and Peter Kleinman. The final edition Radio Hour is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The final edition Radio Hour is the property of the final edition Radio Hour. Copyright 2014. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.